Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, January 12th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Comdex Weekly Spaces with special guest Stakeasy. Let's take a listen. Hey everyone. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone who's joined. Um, we'll we'll wait till a few more folks join in, but we have the Stakeasy team joining us today. Uh, guys, can you request to speak from the Stakeasy team? Uh, we'll we'll get you added as speakers as well. Hey guys, I hope uh, everyone can hear me fine. And yeah, excited to be here. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Um, so yeah, usually we we start like a few minutes earlier, but we, we're just a couple of minutes late today. I think let's just wait maybe another minute and then start the spaces. We'll, we'll have, uh, you know, the spaces go as usual for those of you, you know, haven't joined before. Uh, basically, we'll start with, you know, a set of upgrades and updates from our end who, uh, in terms of, you know, development itself which Dheeraj will provide. Then soon after that, we'll chat with the Stakeasy team, talk, learn a bit more about what they're building. Um, of course, talk a bit more about, you know, how it's relevant to everything that's going on in Cosmos and also on, on the Comdex chain. And then of course, um, round it up with, with, any, uh, with an open question answer session at the end when we can uh, interact more directly. So yeah, I think with that being said, Dheeraj, maybe you wanna kickstart with the up- updates for this week. Yeah, sure, Sid. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining here. Uh, so, regarding updates on the dev side, uh, the updates on liquid staking changes, range pools, and ICS changes, uh, we have made a, a good progress on those. And we still see to launch the next upgrade in the last week of January. Uh, the major focus for us on the last week was to uh, improve on the UX and the UI side of all the apps. Uh, 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 regarding all the suggestions and uh, issues which have been reported on all our apps, and the team and the main focus for this week will be again to uh, improve the experience of the apps. You know, said yeah. So uh, the team is again uh, working on those uh, changes to uh, just get the apps improved a lot for the uh, users. Uh, that's the uh, major things which we have worked and will be working this week again. Awesome. Thank, thanks a lot, Dheeraj, um, for those upgrades and, and updates. Um, of course, uh, you know, I think for everyone who's been participating in, in, you know, using our applications and providing feedback, it's been very useful for us as a team to uh, incorporate those changes and improve the overall experience of using the app. So we definitely appreciate all of that feedback that's coming our way and, and you know, we'll be working very closely to address those alongside all the improvements we'll be making across the products we have um, on the chain. So, uh, you know, and one big part of the overall kind of uh, the, the growth process for all of the applications we're building also will ultimately be to have more and more integrations done um, 
in our application. So whether it's CMST as a stablecoin listing across multiple DEXs or having multiple different asset types serve as collateral, um, you know, on Harbor uh, or on Komodo to, you know, either borrow or issue CMST against. Um, that will be kind of the focus of how we, you know, build over the long term this year. And one such series of, I think, integrations that are crucial, not just to Harbor Protocol, but, uh, you know, for Cosmos DeFi as a whole would be integration of liquid staking uh, derivatives across the DeFi ecosystem as a whole, which I think is then an interesting point for us to, you know, connect with several folks who are building in the liquid staking space in Cosmos right now. So one, one such team is, is the StakeEasy team. So guys, I think I'll hand you the floor. You guys can, you know, um, introduce yourselves and talk a bit about what StakeEasy is for those, uh, you know, who, who are probably present here who don't know much about it. And then would love to then, you know, jump into getting a bit to a bit about, you know, what the, the protocol is like and how it's different as well. Yeah, uh, thanks for that. So hi guys, uh, I am Udit from the StakeEasy team. And so we are building a liquid solution liquid staking solution based on uh, like providing liquid staking for different Cosmos assets. And currently we do support uh, liquid staking for secret token and Juno token. So we started back in, I think, December 2021. We built, we started building StakeEasy and in March 22, we launched on secret mainnet. And in August 22, we launched on Juno mainnet. And yeah, so, um, Ours differentiate from other liquidation protocols in the sense that our protocol is purely based on Cosmos and contracts and not an independent chain. So our contracts live on secret network and Juno network itself. And the future, uh, the future additions we'll soon be doing is enabling interchain accounts, which will enable non-Cosmos chains to have liquid signing support through StakeEasy. Uh, major assets through this would be Atom, Ospo and any other Cosmos asset that has uh, staking in build. Awesome, thanks Thanks for explaining that. Um, I think we can jump into the mechanism itself as well. I know, you know, the first time we spoke, you explained to me that within the stake derivative of each asset, there are two different types of uh, stake derivatives that can be generated on StakeEasy. So can you just talk a bit, a bit more about those and how they're different from each other? For sure. Yes. So in our case, like, so there are majorly three ways a liquid swing asset can be built, uh, like in general with any liquid swing protocol. One is that the value of the liquidity token uh, inflates with respect to the underlying token itself, meaning that let's say it's instantiate with one is to one ratio. Uh, for example, we have SC Juno, which when started was one SC Juno is one Juno. And given that uh, the inflation per year is 40-50%. So within, uh, by the end of one year, one SC Juno would be equal to 1.5 Juno. So this basically allows users to just hold the SC Juno and take the inflation of their rewards into account by just withdrawing at the end of it. Another second way is to have it claim uh, manually. So which is our B Juno case, where like you have the B Juno, but one B Juno always remains one Juno but you can come every day or even every hour or maybe after a month and manually claim your stake, your Juno as staking rewards. And you can choose to convert them back to be Juno or not. Third way, which we haven't implemented uh, is the uh, rebasing token, which means that, uh, for example, in the first case, you had the same number of SC Juno, but one SC Juno became 1.5 Juno. 
in this case you will have more number of tokens so you'll end up with uh, let's say 150 tokens by the end of the year so you'll have still 150 juno but like it increases in the number of tokens you have in your wallet itself so these are three mechanisms which i've seen generally liquid staking has been built our approach was this way because first uh, the se juno is a very good uh, has a very good use case with lending protocols or any protocol where like you require locking up your tokens so if you're locking up your let's say juno for a lending protocol you lock up your juno you maybe mint some uh, some uh, us dollar backed currency as a working capital and then after two or three months you pay back your loan and you get your juno back but if it was sc juno the amount of sc juno you will get back is the same but now you have also accrued is taking rewards for the past two or three months so this model fits really well with these kind of things also it fits well with uh, options which also require locking up your asset like juno or atom second and the purpose of doing b juno was that since b juno always remains equal to the number of juno even like many years down the line it's a very good option for creating a stable pool so you can have a, a stable pool for Bijuno Juno, which again will have a deeper liquidity because it's a stable pool. And also you won't get any impermanent loss, like it's zero impermanent loss because it's always one is to impact with each other. So that's the like idea behind having the two token model. Very interesting. I think this is definitely a you know different approach to what uh, we've seen prevail in the liquid staking uh, market right now as well. Uh, one one question I also had, you know, which is I think a very common question. I think that. Um, gets asked in when it comes to Cosmos liquid staking as a kind of context and also thinking of Cosmos governance itself, you know, um, people who are involved in governance discussions and in uh, community discussions usually like to maintain, uh, you know, high degree, high standard of decentralization, which is why we see, uh, you know, emphasis on uh, delegating to a wider set of uh, validators as well. So question is, <clears throat> when, uh, you know, users stake through StakeEasy, how is the delegation um, split within the validator set? Uh, and is there kind of like a process or is that something that users can choose? Uh, could you talk a bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. So uh, this is a really good question. So decentralization is definitely a very uh, important factor, especially in terms of liquid staking, because uh, in this case, uh, the liquid staking provider itself is choosing which validator the contracts will stake to. So it's one entity that's choosing it. So if uh, it's chosen just uh, on a like a closed uh, parameters that people don't know about, so it kind of like creates that security risk of not having decentralization. In our case, we have taken the approach first initially when we launched, due to lack of resources, we uh, announced that okay, these are the parameters we are going to go with, and we are going to select the initial ten validators, each for secret in Juno. Based, we based it on uh, how well the validators have been performing in the past six months, given the downtime and their uh, how well they're uh, how frequent they're participating in governance, and if the operator of that validator is doing any kind of uh, community work, for example, creating any resources, videos, documentation, or maybe even contributing to the to the core code itself. And so these, uh, like you can divide these parameters into a few parameters which you can get from the chain itself, like what's the percentage commission the validator is uh, charging. So in our case, we go with generally five to 7%, because above 7% is too much. 
you won't get uh, very good returns as a user. But if it's less than 5%, it's possible that the validator doesn't have enough funds to sustain a good infrastructure for the validator. So you don't want them to be down for a long time due to this thing. Another uh, on-chain parameter could be how many governance proposals they have participated in the past six months. So if they participated more in governance, you maybe want to delegate to them. Second is a uh, way subjective, which like, uh, what's the uh, actual infrastructure that they're using, how well they are performing in community participation. So that's the way we started initially. And recently we switched it to the DAO-based model, where like if any validator wants to be added to the our validator set, or if community feels like certain validator should be added, anyone can put out a proposal on our Commonwealth and on our DAO itself that this validator should be added. And if it passes, we do add that. And if anyone wants to vote, if certain validator should be removed, if the vote passes, we also do that. And there's another approach we are thinking of implementing in the near future is, uh, is to uh, like cycle through the whole validator set every three or four months. So currently, I think Juno has around 160, 170 validators the whole network and in our case we have 10 validators like the 10 uh, best performing validators out of these slowly we'll increase it to 15 20 as the network grows and we want that uh, these 10 validators shouldn't be the same forever they should keep changing because like new validators do come or maybe some validators start to perform better than the others over time so that should be also taken into consideration that's the next approach we'll soon give time that that's interesting and and uh, you know i think that's a, a interesting approach overall as well because um, in, in the context of cosmos i think these are uh, things that you know people generally always kind of look into as well so i think that's always uh, good to know so you know broadly speaking right now with with um, everything that you guys have going on at uh, stake easy what are some of the you know more immediate things that you're focusing on something that you would say are you know more recent updates that you could you would like to share with us right now or just generally you know what's the focus of uh, what you guys are working on right now yeah so the more most immediate uh, updates will be we are currently like working on is first is to allow uh, the se juno and the juno holders to be able to vote with the liquid stake asset or even the se secret and uh, B secret that's who owns to be coming. So if you look at uh, even the other liquid sync protocols, they are also in the process of developing this thing where like if you hold the liquid token, your uh, ownership of that liquid token should be should allow you to vote uh, on the network uh, on the network proposal itself. Uh, simply put, like for example, if you hold hundred Juno, you can use the, if you delegate that hundred Juno directly to a validator. And you can choose to override your vote if the validator has not already voted or if they have voted and you don't agree with them. So you can participate in the network's governance, but the same you can't do if you hold the liquid state uh, alternative of that. So for us to support that, we need to make changes to the contract itself to see that, okay, over time, how much of your liquid state asset corresponds to the actual staked amount in terms of Juno and Secret, so that we can map that out, and we can map your vote, and uh, the contract can itself aggregate all of those votes into one vote, which the scene content can itself go and vote for you. That's the one feature we'll soon be shipping. Second feature is uh, the usage of IBC and interchain accounts. 
since like our contracts are currently sitting on uh, the Juno chain itself, uh, the Juno chain needs to have the support for interchain account, especially the interchain account controller version, which allows the contracts living on Juno chain to control any account sitting on maybe Atom, Secret, or even Comdex. So basically allowing this contract to control accounts on other chains through IBC. So we'll use that to, uh, for example, you come and you say, okay, here's my Atom. Uh, I want to stake it through Stakeasy. What the contract should do is that it take that Atom and send it over to uh, the controlled account on Cosmos Hub and then send a transaction saying that, okay, whatever amount of Atom you have received from uh, my end, you just take this and whatever signal rewards you get, you just report to me back. So this is like the rough idea of what will happen. So what this will allow is that we'll have a set of uh, liquid staking solutions for most of the Cosmos assets. Then we'll have a better, uh, you can say, a capital efficiency with better utility for our end users. Because most users who are part of the Cosmos community have more than one uh, native Cosmos assets. So if they do uh, like to have one of their assets liquid state, they would really prefer other assets to be liquid state. And what this will allow uh, like us to give this one powerful uh, ability is to have uh, pairs of two liquid staked assets with each other. So you can have, uh, for example, you have, uh, let's say, Osmo item pair or Osmo Juno pair, Juno item pair, right? So all of the liquidity that's sitting in these pools is not staked on any validator. So it's not accruing any staking rewards. It's not helping secure the network. It's not accruing any yield to the end user. So what happens, one of the like main issues with the current uh, AMM models is that there's a lot of inflation, especially like in case of Cosmos, like this inflation is used to incentivize the liquidity that's sitting on the pool on the AMM itself as TVL. And what happens is that no DEX yet has been able to uh, cross the barrier that the fees they generate every day is more than the uh, incentives that they put out as uh, their own inflation. So it's kind of like still a bit in loss as a business model. So if you have a pool, for instance, like a B Juno and B Atom pool, both of these assets are still packed to Juno and Atom. So you can just interchange these two. It's like very, very close to being Juno Atom pool, just that these two assets are also staked with the validator. So what happens is that you, now you don't, as a AMM, you don't need to provide too heavy external incentives for people to participate in these pools because now this yield is competitive with the underlying staking yield. And this is like, I think the, uh, the main barrier uh, in kicking the TVL on, especially in Cosmos DeFi, because if you look at, for example, look at Ethereum, you look at Polygon, what they have is that they don't have this huge two digit inflation for their staked assets. So the DeFi yield is very much competitive and people do prefer DeFi yield over this yield. But in Cosmos, people generally prefer the staking yield over the DeFi yield. So this thing would basically uh, combine those both yield for the DeFi and people would actually start to use DeFi more than just doing this plain staking. Interesting, interesting. I think uh, definitely would be more more curious to learn more about this, you know, as it, as it evolves as well. So for those in, who are listening, you know, if they want to get uh, more information on what you guys are building, learn a bit more, start using the apps and also stay updated, 
uh, what would be you know the resources you would point them to um, to learn more about Stakeasy? So we have uh, our Medium blog on which we do post regularly uh, regarding our updates. We have our Twitter. So all of these links people can find on stakeasy.finance. We have links to our socially and even on our Discord. We have a Telegram community also. So if you have any questions, you can come to our community. You can ask and we'll be happy to answer. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, that's that's perfect. And I think it's a it's a great point now that we could also, you know, start opening up to any questions from people who are listening, um, either for you guys or for us. Uh, I know one question that had already come in was, I think, regarding uh, Harbor listing. So uh, this, I think, we, we addressed in the previous Twitter space as well. Uh, you know, till until the launch of Komodo, our biggest focus was to just get, uh, you know, Komodo launched now that it's live. Um, over the course of the next couple of weeks, we'll just be, you know, figuring out some minor details before getting there. And I think it should be done uh, before end of uh, January. So uh, just stay tuned for updates on that. We'll, we'll be posting them out um, across either, uh, you know, Twitter or, or Medium. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, if you guys have other questions, just request to speak or, you know, have them sent out to us and we'll, we'll have them answered, uh, whether it's to us or to the Stake Easy team here as well. Um, and I think while we wait for questions as well, um, you know, I think for for, uh, for us as well, uh, in terms of, and, and this is what I've spoken about before, in terms of kind of the longer, broader DeFi journey, um, integrating of liquid staking assets is going to be a, a good uh, key step in the next direction for kind of, you know, getting DeFi uh, enabled on the Comdex chain and, and getting it to higher liquidity than it would have had access to. So um, I think this year with with all of the kind of development work that's going on around cosmos it's you know you guys will hear a lot more updates from our ends on on several integrations that we'll be doing um, across different protocols across different liquid staking protocols and enabling soon uh, you know minting of, of uh, cmst and, and borrowing on komodo as well with new collateral types so that that's going to be a huge part of the focus for this year as well um, you know I, I spoke about it shortly earlier on um, on Liam's YouTube channel, so I think uh, you guys could catch that as well. Uh, but in the meantime, I think we'll just wait for any questions from you know anyone in the chat or in the community. Um, if not, I think we could just uh, round it out in, in two or three minutes. Yep. Uh, I actually have one question regarding CMS. Yes, please. Uh, so, uh, like from what I understand, uh, I think it's a, it's a CDP protocol, right? So whenever like liquidation happened like do you guys like will you guys be just using your own native decks for liquidations or will you be leveraging ibc to maybe utilize the osmosis liquidity or maybe the juno liquidity because there are dexes with liquid staked assets liquidity sitting on these things like osmosis will have a huge fortune so like is there a plan for such thing so currently, uh, the way liquidations are happening on you know both Harbor and Komodo is that it's a auction-based mechanism. So once the user kind of participates in the auction and you know is able to obtain the collateral asset, uh, you know at a discount from whatever is the market rate, it's totally up to the user how they kind of arbitrage it. Uh, they could you know use the CSOP liquidity or or any other Dex liquidity to to kind of achieve that arbitrage. So the, the liquidation is more dependent on, on these auction-based mechanisms. Um, for realizing the arbitrage itself, it's up to the, the way the users could kind of carry that out. Okay, so it's totally uh, auction-based uh, liquidation and not like protocol on liquidation. Correct. Okay, okay, thanks.
Thanks. Uh, we have a question, I think, from V as well. So V, you can go ahead and ask. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is V. I have a question for Stake Easy. Uh, would we be seeing the SE Juno or B Juno on Comdex, uh, C Swap Dex in the future? Yeah, definitely. That's a possibility. Uh, but yeah, we we are looking into ways like which best helps the both protocols integrating with each other. So it depends. Like the first um, thing. Like the purpose, uh, obviously, is to have more utility for the end user and also have the liquidity that other people can utilize that liquidity. So, yeah, definitely, there are if there are such circumstances as need, we would definitely go ahead with that. But yeah, it's I'm not really sure if and when we'll do it. Okay, and uh, another question I had from the community is, uh, I have seen that uh, stake easy validates via multiple validators. And one issue with the liquid staking protocols are currently facing is uh, the airdrop. So is there any plans probably in the future to uh, have uh, airdrops for the people who stake Juno via stake easy? Uh, yeah, that, that thing we haven't looked into if, because we, Okay, we, we have actually announced already that there will be an airdrop for people who have to stake their Juno, not just through Stake Easy, but like we have taken a snapshot back uh, a few months ago. So that's going to soon happen. And the snapshot, I think, has been taken. Yeah, so that's, I think, the one that's been planned so far. And my last question is that uh, about the SEZ token, now that uh, SEZ token was tradable on JunoSwap, but JunoSwap is migrating to uh, Windex, and mm -hmm. the Windex has uh, announced SEZ Juno, but there has been no announcement about SEZ token. So, uh, how did you, how will you take care of the token trading of the main uh, project? I mean, the same pool that was on JunoSwap would just be migrating the contract, would just be migrating the window. And they have already announced the pools that we had. So we had uh, SEC Juno pool, and we also had the liquid staked asset pools. I think there were four other pools, three SC Juno pools and one B Juno pool. So all of these five pools will directly be migrating to Win Windex, along with the liquidity that's already present in these pools. So people won't have to take out the liquidity and put it back again into a new DEX. So, yeah, I think the most part of the trading won't uh, be any different. Like those people who had provided already liquidity will be, uh, would still remain the same. Only the pairs that were paired with RAW would change to the paired with WIND token. And yeah, I think details for those is, uh, I think from the WIND team, they have detailed it out uh, in their Commonwealth and in their Medium blog also. So yeah, I think most, uh, if there are any further doubts, maybe like by the end of this month, when Windex does arrive on mainnet, most of the doubts would be clear by then. Okay, great. Uh, thank you for answering the questions. Uh, I actually now just uh, have another question from the community here for Stake Easy. And uh, uh, would, would there be probably uh, 
plans to have Compex as one of the liquid staking uh, token on StakeEZ. Are there any plans for that? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Because for us to provide liquid staking for yeah, any, I think this goes uh, 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 It's just two conditions. One is that it must. Uh, so yeah, uh, two conditions are first is it should be IBC. It should be connected to through IBC to Juno. So I think Comdex is already connected to Juno. And second, it must be that uh, the chain itself should be ICA host enabled, which uh, I have to look into Comdexes, I think it is. So yeah, once we are ready on our end, we definitely would be able to provide that. Okay, I'm sure that will help a lot to both the projects. That was all the questions I had for Stake Easy. I just have one question for uh, Siddharth Comdex. Is, uh, Siddharth, we are still, the the question we received the most still is uh, two questions. One, of course, is about uh, the C assets, which we are able to answer that will be happening soon. But uh, are there any updates about uh, the emissions for uh, Harbor token for uh, maintaining opposite? Yeah, uh, emissions will be, one, sorry, one second. So for the emissions, you know, we, for us, as I said, uh, main focus was getting the Komodo launch live. So I actually just had this chat with Liam as well, which was just an hour before the Twitter space where I spoke about this, where once Komodo has now gone live, where our focus is now on getting CMST liquidity built into Komodo, uh, which we want to come from uh, all the assets that users, you know, use to mint those uh, CMST. So we'll soon begin the emission process. It should all be over the course of next two weeks along with uh, the plans for Harbor listing as well. Uh, that's kind of immediately the next thing that we're working on uh, because now more and more new assets will be enabled uh, on the chain through proposals that we'll see go live, uh, which are, some of which are already live as well. So, uh, you know, when you guys, uh, when those assets are enabled and whitelisted for collateral, I think uh, that's when we'll soon open the discussions for uh, emissions as well. Thank you. These were all the questions I had for the space today. Thanks a lot, V. I think uh, yeah, we could wait maybe a couple more question, a uh, couple more minutes till till if there's any more questions. Um, if not, in the meantime, you know, if you guys want to share any more final closing words, Ducks um, from Stake Easy, uh, we could do that till we get more questions. I think yeah, we got most of things covered. So yeah, I think it's uh, that's all from my side. By the way, like thanks a lot for hosting this and inviting us. Great. So um, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any more questions right now. But if if of course there are any questions, you guys know how to reach us um, through Telegram chat or or on Twitter. And you can of course, uh, if you guys have more questions for the Stake Easy team, you can you can reach out to them through that Twitter or on their website to the other socials. Um, you know, thank you so much, guys, for joining us today. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us and uh, giving us your time. Uh, it was great chatting with you, and um, you know, hopefully, we can soon have more updates to share as well as we go forward on all the questions you guys had. Uh, in the meantime, have a have a great rest of the day, everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have a great day. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether.
That was the Comdex Weekly Spaces with special guest Stakeasy, recorded on Thursday, January 12th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the Leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little den envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal at the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a face, make a call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Terror spaces. <laughs>